Okay, today we begin the new Masech, the Masech Deruvin. And as I was saying before, that it's always exciting to start a new Masech. So let's begin. What are we talking about? What's a Mavoy? We discussed it a little bit in the last Masech. If you can see, I'm sharing a few charts, and this is going to be a Masech with charts, much like, you know, Kilayim was, but all the diagrams. So this is a top-down view of a Mavoy. A Mavoy is an alleyway. Now, there's what's called a Mavoy Satum and a Mavoy Mefulash. On the left-hand page is a Mavoy Satum. These are pictures that I did years ago for Mishnah Yomit. And what that is, is it's an alleyway onto which multiple Chatserot open. As you can see, those little X's are sort of rooftops, because in Chusaras we had roofs that looked like that. Okay, so um, so that's a Mavoy Satum. So if it's a dead-end alleyway, that is a Mavoy Satum. A Mefulash, if it's running all the way through, say from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, if you like. That's a Mavoy Mefulash. So what we're talking about here, first point is, is a Mavoy Satum. Now, the Reb Chaim says, is the Shumu Kap Gimum Chitzot, it's covered in three sides, like we said. The Medin Torah, either, there's a Machloket, either it's Rukshusa Yachid Gamorhu, Umid Rabban and Abachachamim was Mashvek Karmud Ba'asul Hatal Tel Sham Belo Tikun Kora Olechi, Dima Alta Tel Alti, Ati Tel Tel Brushus Arabim. Either really it's Rukshusa Yachid Doraisa, However, Chachamim said, we're going to treat that as a caramel. Let me just make this sort of tikkun. We'll talk about what the tikkun is in a minute, either a crossbeam or a, which is a crossbeam at the top, the kora or a lechia side post. Um, out of concern that what people will confuse that space with the shusarabim. And if I can carry them by satum, it's going to very easily going to come and carry, as you can see, it's just a few steps out and I'll be in the, the shusarabim. However, the yesh mefarshim, some say, diminatora, the really midorite, it's just like the ocean. Nami, it's also kakaramelit, even with three sides. Reb Chaim says, but someone who um, throws into it would be patur, meaning from Rosh Rabim into it. That's enough gemina. If it's Rosh Hashanah, do rice without any tikkun, and I throw through Rosh Rabim into it on Shabbos by mistake, I'd be chayav a korban. If it's a really a just a caramel midoraita, then it's a patur, because if I throw from Rosh Rabim into the caramel, it's patur rabalas, as we said to the Asumid Rabbanan. However, why can you carry in? However, However, for some, the Chachamim permitted us, if you make this tikkun, either the Kora Olechi, then it would be more to do so. So, our, what we're discussing here, when it says, we're talking about the tikkun, the fixing of the Kora. As you can see here, this is a front view looking into our Mavoy without any doorways, because that's my computer skills from many years ago. But um, you can see that that is the Kora is over the entrance. This is like a beam, this white beam that's sitting over the entrance of our Mavoy. Now, obviously, we also discussed in the past, you have to do a Shittuf as well, meaning all the occupants of various Chatserot have to combine together with food and place in one Chatser as well to allow you to carry. However, we're just talking about this Tikkun. So the Kora is, if it's Gavua Mestri Mama, if it's more than 20 Amot high, Yimma'et meaning you've got to bring it down lower than 20 Amot. It's too high. Okay? However, Rabbi Huda says, you don't need to. Now, exactly how high Rabbi Huda allows it, we don't know yet. But we'll see in the Gemara soon. Similarly, if it's Harachav Me'esar Amot, if it's too wide, Harachav Me'esar Amot as well, meaning the entrance of it's too wide, then also you've got to Yimma'et, you've got to reduce the entrance of it. Now, why is that? Reb Chaim says, is that, um, if it says, because a Kora only works if it's over a Petach, meaning an entrance. Um, the Stam Petach, and a Petach normally is only 10 amot wide. If it's much wider than that, then it's called a Pirza, it's called a breach. So a Kora 
for it to work has to be over a petach and not over a pirza. So if it's too wide, it's not going to work. You could put a you can nice fancy beam there. It's not going to help you. Okay. So therefore, Turk Lamet, Rochav, Knisav, Alamida, Al Eser, or Pachot. Okay. Now, Im Yeshlo Tzurata Petach. Now, Tzurata Petach is a diagram we have on the left hand side. And that is a Tzurata Petach. You've got, you got a cross beam and two, po- or on top of two posts. Okay. That doesn't have to actually be resting right on top of it. It can even be higher than it. But that's, that's the Tzurata Petach is a shape of a entrance. As soon as you have a Tzurata Petach, then in the Tzurich Lamet, it can even be wider than 10 Amosh. Okay. That is the mission. Okay, um, fine. Let's now learn the Gemara. Once you've got a moi that's bigger than 20 amot, the question we said according to Chachamim, you got a yamaet, Rabbi Huda says, Enotzerich. So Rabbi Yossi Amar Lastam, Rabbi Yossi just said it in his own name, if you like, he just presented it like that. And Rabbi Acha B'Shem Rav, Rabbi Acha said this in, in the name of Rav, that what? Rabbanan Yalfi Lami Pitcho Shel Heichal, Rabbi Huda Yalif Lami Petach Ha'ulam. Meaning, in other words, the debate is what's the categorization? How do I define a petach? Again, a korah to be we said on top of a petach. So you can learn it from the pitcho shel heichal or pitcho shel ulam. Now, I didn't bring pictures for this, but if you uh, if you remember the, the the view of the Beis Hamikdash within the Azara, where the korbanot were offered, there was a big structure which is the effectively where the kodesh kodashim etc. is. The ulam was the entrance hall before you enter into the heichal, which is the kodesh. Okay. Inside the Kodesh is where the menorah, the shulchan, and the mizbeach, and past, past the curtains, inside that, it's where you get the Kodesh HaKodesh. So it's based on a Pasuk where the Pasuk, it says, uh, I'll just read the Reb Chaim, it, uh, jumping in a bit, it says, V'shachatu petach lohel moed, that you shecht the korban by the entrance of the ohel moed. Now the question is, do I view the ulam and heichel as one kedusha, or do I view it as two? If it's one kedusha, Rabbanan Tzavik kedusha heichal lechud vekedusha ta'ulam lechud that they're both two separate kedushot. So petach, the petach is referring to then is a petach of the heichal which is further in, not the ulam, and that petach was ten wide, twenty high. Okay, that's a petach. However, Rabbi Huda Svirale the kedusha echad here is one kedusha. So petach ohalom means petach even the, the 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 opening to the entrance hall before you reach the heichal, which was bigger. It was 40 high and 20 wide. Okay. So the assumption that this is this stage is, oh, the, the machloket is, what is the definition of the petach? What are the limitations of what a petach is? However, the Gemara says, im petach ulam, if you're trying to say review, who to learn from petach ulam, it says, no, dayoba arba imama, you've been limited to 40. Because the petach of the ulam, the entrance hall itself, was above, was, sorry, was 40 amot high. And Rochav 20 wide, like I said, Rochav is Rimama. So the Gemara says, Tani But we've seen that according to Rabbi Yehuda, it can even be 40, it can even be 50 amot high, this Korah. Okay? And Tani Bar Kafra says, According to Rabbi Yehuda, it can even be 100 amot. So therefore, Rabbi Yehuda, the Machlok, it can't be about what the definition of a Petach is. Because if it was, Rabbi Yehuda would be limited to 40 Amot, because he's learning, presumably we say we're learning from the Ulam, but we see elsewhere teachings that seem to say that he says you can go up even to 100 Amot high. You're not limited. So it can't be that's what the debate is about. So Amar Avin, Rabbi Yehuda Kedata, Rabbi Yehuda Lachitatov, Rabbanan Kishitatov, Kedatum. Right? Zetanina Taman, Vachol Gisharim Amufolashim, Metadlin Tachdein Beshabbos, Dib Rabbi Yehuda Vachachem Musrim. If you recall here, this is when we're talking about back in Mesepta Shabbos. We saw this as well, even though we're gonna we're gonna see it later. Is that um that a, underneath a can you carry underneath a gesher? 
Okay, so a gash is effectively, if you like, two walls with the bridge over the top of it, which is the roof. So we learned this slightly differently when we back to Mesefta Shabbos, and I'll touch on that later on. But the assumption here is, why does Rabbi Yehuda say you can carry underneath this gesher? Because pitikra, you read v'sotem. Meaning the edge of this bridge, you can view it as if it's running down and forming a wall. Oh, okay. So Rabbi Yehuda's kishitato, the pitikra v'sotem, meaning here, he understands that the function of our kura is, pitik, is acting like a mechitza. So my, by, by my placing this beam across the top, it doesn't matter how high I put it up, I rely on the principle of P-Tikra, your adversal tem, and runs all the way down. Okay, so it doesn't matter. You can make it 100 amot high. However, as we'll see later, as we'll see, uh, I'm sort of jumping the gun, the Chachamim have a different explanation altogether. They're saying it's not functioning as, they, you'll see later on, they also agree with P-Tikra, your tem in a moment, but for, and the different circumstances. But they say the function of the Kore is a hacker. And therefore, it has to be within eyeshot, visible distance. Okay? Or noticeable distance, if you like. Right. And so let's have a, let's continue. So let's... Just as we say, Rabbi Huda there says, et Just in the case of the bridge, we see the edge of it as if it's running all the way down. Now, Maltira, probably, uh, it's interesting, uh, the Pnei changes it. That you see the tikra kilu representim. I make a bit more sense. Afacha, so too you see the kora as if it's a red vesotem. Okay. Now the question is: there's a few very very important bits, bits to add here. There's a long Reb Chaim. I'm going to sort of cherry pick bits and pieces as we go along. Um, now again, according to according to Rabbi Yehuda, the function of the kora is acting as a mechitza. I can run pure tikra vesotem. Now we said according to the the the, the chachamim. The Chachamim maintain that it's actually no, it's Mishum Hekera, meaning to I know where the edge of this Mavoy is before I go into the Shusra. I'm mean, explanation what the point of the Hekera is, but it's just, I need to therefore be within at a height that people will notice it. That's why it's Isri Mama. Now the question is, don't Chachamim also agree with the concept of Piti Krayuad Vesotem? And the answer is, I'll read your Chaim. He says, it's a lavder of Banalo Svirle Pitikra, called Ikara, de Ma'ama Modi Darmin Pitikra. They said that Pitigra doesn't work if you, uh, only if you don't have Mechitzot. And here, even though you've got three Mechitzot, the reason why you say Because the Korah itself is only a Tefach wide, that's why they say in that situation too narrow to run the Pitigra because you don't have, if you're lucky, there's no Tikra. It's just a beam. And it says, however, Rachamim would agree that if this tikra, the Korah at the edge of the, of the, of this Mavoy was four Tfachim wide, Kedem Makom, then Modu, they would agree to Amrinan P. Tikra It would be actually fine. Kedemrinan Lahana, we'll see in the Gemara. Okay. Now, that's, that's, that, in other words, Chachamim would agree, agree with the concept of P. but under certain circumstances. It has to be a Tikra, it has to be at least four wide. But because it's only a tefach wide, that's why he says you can't rely on, the Chachamim say you can't rely on P-Tikra Besotem. And the function of the Korah here is what to be a Hakera, and that's sufficient to say you can carry. So the Hakera has to be within a height that one would notice it. Okay, yes, you want to ask a question? Uh, so is there still a Machlokas? Ah, so the Machlokas is a regular Korah, a, a, a normal beam that's uh, only a tefach wide. Because I can't say it's too narrow now to, to rely on Peter Gravesatan. And Rebbe Huda says it's still the. Uh, you can rely on Peter Gravesatan, yes. Uh-huh. Okay? okay. 
Now, what's interesting here is that we learned before, now, Rechem goes in much more detail here, but if you're, I'm not sure if you remember, this was, um, back in Mesech Shabbos, it's in Perek Dezayin, Halacha Bet, that we said that Ben Betera, I'll read a little bit inside, it's full of Ben Betera, Hatan, Matzin, Sefator, the Ben Betera said you can save a Sefator from a fire, even to a Mavoy Mefulash. Meaning this, uh, and we said that one was uh, like this discussion is like what Mufulash was there. But let's, but the point was, and Yerushalmi says that he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, meaning Rabbi Yehuda holds that Shtei Mechitz Odoraita. Okay, we, we explain, he's saying, he's sort of explained slightly different than we explained it there. But, but the point was, is it seems to imply in the other Gemara that Rabbi Yehuda holds Shtei Mechitz Odoraita, and not because in the case of Gesharim, Pitikur and Vesotem. So he says it's possible that maybe the sugyot acholek one on another, meaning the two, the in terms of the two different gemaras, understand Shira Bihuda differently. Okay, but I think from memory, if, if um, just to think about it now, we actually understood the case of mufulash and ena mufulash, or I believe mufulash, is a, a differently um, in the case in the case of matzil and lavoi. But uh, but we'll have to check it. But anyway, that's just that, that was something that was sort of gnawing at me because the point is we understood Rabbi Huda differently. That was based on Shemichut whereas here uh, it seems to be it's based on particular So tell me, this is possible to still give the whole like one shnei. Okay, that was a bit of a tangent, but it was bothering me so such a share. Okay, now he dated Rabbi Huda basuki he dated he dated b'mavoi he dated Rabbanu basuki he dated b'mavoi. In other words, you see the shitot of Rabbi Huda and Chachamim align with their shitot regarding sukkah. Okay, meaning sukkah again. In by sukkah, you're limited in terms of the height of the sukkah. Chachamim says it has to go up. You can only up to twenty amot. Rabbi Yehuda says it can go even taller. In other words, just like here, Rabbi Yehuda is not fussed with it being a hekera, noticing its presence. It just has to have a lachik pitikar over sotem. So too in sukkah, it doesn't bother him that I don't notice it. Whereas Chachamim, now if you learn Mesech the Sukkah, Mr. Shem will learn this in more detail again, Mesech the Sukkah, there's lots of different reasons why it's limited to 20 Amot, but the assumption here here is because it's a Besukhat Teshvu Shivak Yamim. You've got to know you're sitting in a Sukkah. Um, and therefore, if it's above 20 Amot, we say, Lo Shalta Ba'ina, someone's not going to notice it. So in other words, just as Chachamim limit the, the Korah, the opening of the Mavoy, to 20, um, uh, 20 Amot high, because that's the type you're going to notice it. So to accept the Shabbos, it's around, it's, the limitation of the heart of Sukkah is based on me noticing the Shach there when I'm sort of sitting in it. Okay. Now the Gemara says, um, however, um, the Lord Damia, but the truth is you cannot align all the Halachas of Sukkah and Mavoy together. Why not? Because they're not the same. Meaning you'll see situations where a Sukkah might be kosher and the, the Korah of a Mavoy will be not or vice versa, as we see. As it says, um, how do we say? What are these dukrinim? If you have a look, it's like a sorry, the Korban says it's like kanim I'm getting some posts, if you like, boards or kanim, or really reads that have got sort of um, split at the top. And that way, what I'm doing is I'm propping up, I'm extending the height of my sukkah with these beams. And now I'm putting schach on top of it. Okay. Now the problem is, is that the walls themselves can be even as, as long as they're ten tefachim high, and it's I've got a big gap between my walls and the stach. By sukkah, that's okay. Okay, because we can say that the good um, asik, the walls themselves, run all the way up to the stach. However, if you try and do the same thing, but mavoy to be psulim, here this is the case of mavoy, where I've got the beam at the entrance of the mavoy and I've propped it up on little pegs too high. 
Now, why is that? Is because the Korah has to be on top of the walls of the Mavoi. Okay, that's an important deal. So that's a much, that's what you see where something is a, a function that I'm doing by sukkah doesn't work in Mavoi. Now, the Gemara qualifies this a little bit more. That when we say the issue of a Korah when it's propped up is a problem, that's when it's more than three Tfachim high above the walls of the Mavoi. If it's less than that, then it's kasher. Why? Because as soon as it goes, de- as soon as it's less than that, we can rely on the concept of levud that any space that's less than three tefachim wide, I can view it as if it's filled. So therefore, it would be considered as if it's on the walls of the avoy. The next case, however, and then it says that's also whenever when is it too high? Is it a problem off the top of the the walls of the avoy? That's when we go to the next page. Uh, that's when b'shein ba'ven rochav arba when you these these pole sticks that are pushing up the uh, Korah above the walls is less than Arba Tvachim wide. However, if they are Yeshbahem Rochab Arba, if they're four Tvachim wide, then they themselves will function as an extension of the wall. Right? And therefore, when the Korah is sitting on these beams that are propping it up, it's as if it's sitting on the walls of the Amoy. I feel like one Tamak Shira, you can prop it up as high as you like, again, obviously within 20 Amot, and it'll be okay. Next thing is different. When it comes to the funnel of a sukkah, sorry, but, but when it comes to the walls, from a voy, it has to be three full walls, as we know, in order to, it has to be my voice, satum, as we explained in the beginning. However, by sukkah, the requirements of the wall are different. Why? It says, is okay. Now, well, when we get to sukkah, we'll learn exactly what that means. There's a, there's a discussion. It says, what does it mean? Does it really mean there are two full walls and one a tefach? For example, it could be that it's actually a distance away from the third wall. It could be with a, with a, the, if you remember this from your learning in Bavli, it could be with a Tzorah or other things, but I'm not going to discuss it, go into details now. But the point is, it doesn't have to be three full walls. And Rabbi Chia said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, it's Shtayim Shel Arba Arba Tfachim Vershit Afilu Tefach is Kasher. So the minimum size of a Sukkah is seven Tfachim by seven Tfachim. So Rabbi Yochanan says, I can even create a Sukkah that's... <laughs> Almost doesn't look like it has any walls. How? I can make it as long as it's a little bit more than four. As you can see in the picture here, it's a bit more than four along one side. I leave a space of less than three that where I put the beginning of the next wall. I can, in other words, because it's less than three, I can rely on wood to fill in the space. And on the right side now, I have a full wall that's seven tefachim wide, based on the wood as well. Then what I can do in the top wall, I can also leave a, a put a beam that's slightly more than four. Put a space of less than three and where I put my next one tefach wall. And therefore the space of less than three is now filled in because of Lavud. So I've got really chatam and a kharafilo tefach. Okay. Oh mamavoy, it doesn't work. Meaning unless it's my voice at home on three sides and my korah on the front. So it's like arabuchotav. Next. If we have a sukkah that's got three full walls. And the third wall and the fourth space is really wide, more than ten more than uh, ten amot. It doesn't matter. Why? Because again, the sukkah just needs to have three walls or two and a fill However, for a mavoy, such a pirza we said would be too big. That's what we said on our mishnah. Meaning the korah can only go on a petach, and once I've got a space that's more than ten amot wide, then it's considered a pirza, and I and I can't put a korah wouldn't work. So you see that uh, there are many more scenarios regarding the structure of a sukkah that is kosher than there is a mavoy. Similarly, 
Um, however, when it comes to a when it comes to a Korah, that would actually be fine. What do I mean? This is referring to let's say some vines or things grew over the sukkah. We know if it's mechubal karka, that's not it's pasul schach. Okay. However, if it grew, now the way Rechaim explains this, if we had this uh, for our Korah, kind of grew on its own, this vine across the entrance of my um, of my of my uh, mavoi, then it would be okay. So here we say something is kosher by mavoi is pasul by sukkah. However, it says had Now I'm going to read a lot of Rechaim in a moment. Had a tim time. If the Korah was constructed in this way, now Reb Chaim says importantly, I'll let my say differently. Reb Chaim says we're talking about literally this, um, the vine has grown, if you like, like my, as my Korah, not across the whole thing as a roof. That's a different shit up. Had a tim al beitzatayim, about your term be beitzatayim, nasek mechitza, shuhukaf lezraim, she'en mutala taltel el al armamot. Now, what is this referring to? I'd read Reb Chaim here. He says uh, as follows. Hidla la beta gefen, beta dlad. The sukkah we know that's psula. Mishum she'im masarim uchu belakarka, as I've explained to you. Ava mavoi imad lad la degef and the shem kora mahani. So it's important. He says if you had this vine that you've, you've propagated across your not propagated, you stretched across your mavoi to act as your kora, it would work. So now the now Ruchaim says when it says hadatim al beitzatayim, then in that situation your your mavoi would be limited to a floor space of beitzatayim. Why is that? Hidlad dekashu b'mav. Sorry. Yeah, he says Mishum de Karpaf your Tera Beitzat time imatatlimbo a Karpaf which is an area that's not hukaf lidira that is usually used for storage and things like that that you're limited to it being only Beitzat time okay that sort of space because if it's bigger than that ki im bedalad because if it's Beitzat time if it's yetal Beitzat time imatet laba ki im dalad amot kidim karmel like a karmelin. Elaim can unless it was hukaf lidira, meaning you surrounded that area for someone to, to dwell inside it. Why? And otherwise, it's kikarpashu hukaf lizraim she'im metatli aladaladamot. Because if it's too big and it, it's an area surrounded for like growing things, like you know, plants and things like that, you would only be able to carry daladamot. The afal gav shuhuid la aleya kivetulit kaven la tir havelei kelo hukaf lidira. Now, despite the fact what you've done is you 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 yourself have taken this vine and placed it across. The entrance of the Mavoi. What the what the Ray Rochaim explains that since you didn't do it for the purpose of the Korah, it's as if it wasn't Lodi Kaven Lahatir, it wasn't done, you didn't, if you like, you didn't you didn't pull the vine across in order to matter carrying inside it. It's as if this extra wall was not done so for Hukafla for the purpose, it, it wasn't surrounded for the purpose of dwelling inside it, okay, for living purposes. Okay? And therefore, since it's therefore it has a definition of a a region that's not hukaf lidira, and such a region you can only carry inside an area that's the sheinu hukaf lidira if it's less than beitz atay. Okay, you follow? Okay, fine, good. Let's just do the um, one, one more piece. Um, the last part is vechamatamuro mitzelata basuka, and it would be psula and mavoik sheira. If you're talking about the roof now, basuka, if there's more sun is coming into it than shade, well, sukkah would be pasul with schach. However, mavoi doesn't have to have a roof at all. Mavoi all you need is that cross in the beginning, or even all the side posts will get to the, the lechid in two course, but that would be, um, by void, that would be psula. Okay? Sorry, we kasher, sorry. Um, so, by void, kasher, fine. It doesn't have to have a roof. Okay, we'll, we'll stop here. There's more, more to do, but uh, it's tempting to keep going, but we'll finish it up here. All right. Also, have a good shot, everyone. A good shot.